Well, we were told as adults last night that we have a choice to make. We can comply with the federal government or we can go to the gulags. Kids, on the other hand, are not going to have a choice. That's right. Ages 12 and up, at least in one school district, the largest in the country in Los Angeles, these kids are being forced to take this inoculation. Parents are tripping over themselves to get to the front of the line to get their kids jabbed with this poison that has proven to be dangerous and in a lot of cases deadly. Dr. Jane Ruby is here. Some preliminary numbers are coming out about these kids, these child vaccines, if you will call them, uh, and it doesn't look good. You know, Biden said his patience was wearing thin, and I read that to mean that they're coming for your children. Your babies are now going blind and deaf with this stuff. We're about to enter the darkest portion of this dystopian nightmare, Stu, forcing this genetic poison into babies and small children who uh, don't get it and they don't convey it to other people. And the early numbers are in. Let me just get to these numbers because they're they're killers. In, in at 73 children aged 6 to 17 years old are now reported to be permanently blind and 48 children in the same age group, 6 to 17, are now reported to be permanently deaf, according to VAERS, after these injections as late as September 5. There was also a new paper that came out. It's, it's in peer review right now, uh, but it's a preprint. It's a national database analysis from the University of California at Davis, and it exposes cardiac injury uh, in 12 to 17 year olds. It's called SARS-CoV-2 mRNA vaccination associated myocarditis in children aged 12 to 17, a stratified analysis. And look, what, when, you, when you take a look at the, at the bar graph that I have here in figure one, cardiac injury, undeniable and huge, especially after the second shot. The severity, though, and the long-term damage is completely unknown. While Pfizer was granted that emergency use authorization uh, as an extension for the 12 to 15-year-olds on August 23rd, we, it's important to remember, Stu, they're already preparing to grab additional EUA extension for 2 to 11-year-olds with no regard for these permanent injuries and the 14 deaths in children that we've already seen. I'm actually sick and tired of doctors and ill-informed parents saying, oh, the numbers are so low compared to a million, you know, out of a million. Well, let me translate that risk for everyone. For boys 12 to 17 with no medical comorbidities, that means they're perfectly healthy before the jab, the likelihood of post-jab cardiac adverse event is 162 per million. This is four times higher than their expected COVID-19 hospitalization rate. I mean, it, it's all relative. Remember, no one under 18 years of age was studied in these trials before these greedy pigs unblinded it. So, so it doesn't matter. Whatever the X number is out of a million, it's meaningless when you don't have the baseline trial safety data in this particular age group or any, any subpopulation like pregnant women, breastfeeding right. women, children. Yeah. So, so we don't have any short-term data really to go on and we have no long-term data. What we do have is are these early warning signals from VAERS. And that's really the real value of VAERS is you get these early warnings and then you go and investigate them. You shut the program down until you can vet these, these issues. And none of that has been done. Stu, I can't ring the bell loudly enough. Yeah, so just to, just to recap on what you just said, because that statistic was kind of alarming to me, very alarming. So a yes. child is four times more likely to experience severe cardiac adverse event or reaction 
to this vaccine. Four times more likely for that serious event to occur in a child than they are to be hospitalized or die to COVID. Absolutely right. From the natural flu, which we know is like 0.000 something chance that they even get the flu, much less end up in the hospital. Any death is tragic, but I I think we've lost so so much sight of this, uh, a certain group of people at least, I mean, more kids die of influenza B every year. We've never done anything to respond to that other than push them towards a failed and ineffective influenza shot every year uh, that we have now found yeah. is, is, is a complete waste and, and totally ineffective as well. Because it's not about health anymore, Stu. It's not about health. I think we all know that. And we're at enough of a threshold for me. This has got to be shut down. This this has got to be, we've got to find a way to stop this because as they go down into lower ages, children two to five years old, five to 10 year, 10 year olds. I mean, parents wake up, wake up, just wait, just wait. Yeah. Just run. Just absolutely say no. Run. Yeah. Do not comply with this. Take your kid out of school. Uh, Really? Is it, is it worth it? You're sending your kid in Los Angeles schools. My goodness, this is the Marxist indoctrination camp. Now it's Camp COVID. You're sending your kid to an inoculation that has been proven to be more deadly than every previous vaccine combined in the history of tracking vaccines in this country. Close to 14,000 people. And that is only, according to a Harvard study, I need to remind you every time, 1%, which means that it is possible that 1.4 million people are dead as a result of this thing. Absolutely right. And those are modest calculations. And and so, plus the injuries, I mean, the the injuries are way, way greater than that. But I'm talking deaths, the loss of human life. Do not give your kids this injection. There is no reason for it. There is no statistic information, no scientific information, no data that supports doing this to your children. There's no data that suggests that COVID, the virus itself, has been detrimentally impacting children at all from the beginning of this whole thing. And now they're scaring people with this Delta. Yep. And no accountability, Stu, on the part of the companies to show any data before forcing this onto your children. Yeah, where's the press conference from Moderna? Where's the press conference from Pfizer or Johnson & Johnson? Absolutely sick. No accountability whatsoever. And you're right, this is not about health and safety. This is about control and compliance. I gotta go. Dr. Jane Ruby, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. You bet, Stu. And now we have to worry about these uh, so-called self-spreading vaccines, these contagious injections, the shedding that we have referred to. And we have no idea what it is that is shedding, if it's the spike protein or what. But we have reports that many people are experiencing ill side effects when they're around people who have been injected. Uh, And I'm not saying don't go around people or to treat them like aliens or animals uh, or anything like that. But we just don't know if it's what it is that's happening. We know that, you know, uh, menopausal women are bleeding again, uh, that women are having cycles out of cycle. Uh, People are reporting hangover type symptoms like headaches and fatigue. Uh, You got to prevent this stuff. Now, Dr. Zev Zelenko, this is my PSA that I do for him every day because the guy is a genius and he boasts a 99.9% recovery survival rate of high risk COVID patients under his care. This guy believes in early treatment and he has the protocol. He's taken all the ingredients and put them into one pill. Go to ZStackProtocol.com. ZStack, the letter Z, the word stack, 
ZStackProtocol.com, ZStackProtocol.com, ZStackProtocol.com. The quercetin, the zinc, the vitamin D, all of those things, you can research it yourself. Go to ZStackProtocol.com and stay healthy.